Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the Amazon Prime film Without Remorse. And this film stars Michael B. Jordan, Lauren London, Jody Turner Smith, Jamie Bell, uh, Guy Pierce, and a few other people. But essentially, this movie is about this Navy SEAL who comes back home and Basically, his family is taken away from him, and he goes back out to find out who did it. But what did you get from Without Remorse? So I I enjoyed the film. I think um, it kept me guessing a little bit. I wasn't expecting it to end how it did. Um, it's a part of the Jack Ryan universe, that series of books that with the um, successful Amazon Prime series... Um, so it was nice to see Michael B. Jordan in this role. It's kind of action film, but I mean, this, I don't, I don't know if I want to say the story isn't that original. Um, cause I guess the book that is based on is from the nineties. So I guess they're a part of that trend starting, but it, it didn't feel like a new movie at all. I feel like something they had seen before. Um, you know, just revenge guy in the Navy SEALs, either retired or about to retire, just got out. Life gets turned upside down. He gets a little angry at the system and then rebels. And that was pretty much it, right? Without getting, like, without any specifics, that's what happens. And uh, <laughs> then he goes into <laughs> hiding at the end of the film as a ghost, like they usually do. Um, so, yeah, not that exciting, but it was a movie and Michael B. Jordan was himself. Um, so, that's nice. So so he he didn't really sell you on his acting. Well, it what I won't say it was even his acting. I think it was just the um plot wasn't that original or it didn't it didn't feel like anything new um or exciting and I guess his performance didn't add anything to it. So yeah, it was it was a movie. I you know, we already have Prime, so if you don't <laughs> isn't a reason to get it, but it was yeah, it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's a by the numbers movie. Um, pretty much, it's Call of Duty um, because I mean, this is the same guy who makes Call of Duty or something like that. I think Tom Clancy. I did not know that. Uh, yeah, he has so many things. Tom Clancy. Um, wait, who who makes Call of Duty video games? Let me see. Tom Clancy games. He's got, uh, yeah, he's got uh, Ghost Recon. Um, oh yeah, I played that. That's so serious. It's been a while. Yeah. Does also, I mean this is not this is not really about the movie, but do you remember the chips and all these? You know the ones that say Clancy's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's under him. No. Can't be. 
I refuse to believe that's any coincidence. <laughs> Clint C. Chips. I mean, they're pretty good. This I mean, man is not directing films and making video games and having an off-brand chip game on the side. I refuse <laughs> to believe it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can do it all. You can have it all. I guess um, I, that's how Shaq makes his money. I saw the thing on Shaq and um, how he stayed relevant. I think I was like in the airport, some random video about Shaq, but just talking about marketing and making a big impact. And then you look at Wells Investments and Krispy Kreme and Gold Bond endorsement and all this stuff, Buick. You just got to diversify. So maybe Clancy Chips is his. And um, it's like his piece of his retirement. He's not worried about it. It's just sitting over there in Aldi. And I make a little money on the side. <laughs> that passive income, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I need some of that. Kind <laughs> of this active Don't income. We. Don't we all? We need I... some of that. <laughs> but um, for this film, without remorse, it's really by the numbers. Um, there's, I mean, I, I was invested in this movie, but it's really predictable. Um, <laughs> they really show you the villain right from the start. Yeah. Or they, they try to lead you into thinking somebody is the villain, but then it's somebody else and it's supposed to be a big plot twist, but it really wasn't that surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, whoever is, you know, at the end pulling all the strings, that did not, it, it didn't work for me. Um, I mean, we'll get into it. His motivations, like, I understood. It reminded me of um, Zemo in Captain America Civil War. Destroy. Well, I guess not. Well, that's a stretch. That was no. a stretch. But, but I get, I get his motivations. I, I understand. I mean, I guess, but that did not work for me. I just felt like this is what all of this was for. You caused all of this mess for this. It will. It's a great prequel to a World War Three. Like, like he was yeah. if he was successful or his ideas went on. But for dumb reasons. <laughs> I mean, it was money. Yeah, that's what I feel. I mean, I get, I get the reasoning. I get. I mean, basically, and we'll go around around the bush, but to to you know to unite a country, to unite the United States again, his argument was we needed a common enemy. And um, so he went to poke the bear, as they say in Russia, and get that enemy, so we could all unite again. It, again, weak, weak. It's 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 more like a a uh, PG uh, superhero villain um, than a actual realistic story. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was more fake or um, Michael B. Jordan not dying several times. <laughs> I don't know. Which this man constantly puts in. What'd you say? I don't know which one was more fake. Well, this man constantly puts himself into danger and he just finds some way to get out of it. And he's a human being, he's not a superhero. There are several times. I was holding my breath and feeling uncomfortable <laughs> under the water. I felt like I was drowning. 
Yeah, he purposely puts himself in danger. This is by choice. Right. It's but yeah, we'll 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 get into that. So so the story pretty much like I said, we have this guy, he's in the seals. He's not really a fan of authority too much. Um but decides to get out, goes home, you find out he has a pregnant wife, um, and she's due pretty soon. He goes downstairs to relax, listen to some music. Um, and honestly, this is why I have the irrational fear of using headphones inside. I'm always panicking sometimes, like every five minutes. <laughs> Pulling out my head, make sure nothing's going on. But <laughs> he had those beats. He, <laughs> he's dumping in the middle of the night with those over-the-ear headphones. And unbeknownst to him, his house has been swarmed by ninjas. Uh and they go in, go to his bedroom, and kill his wife because um, they think that he's in the bed for one thing, and he's not. Um, he's not, and he gets to invite some like Taken style and um, survives being shot three, four times. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the guy that he shot, too. Right. And he manages to kill one of them and shoots another. Um but essentially, we find out that this is the plan of attack from the Russians to get back on his Navy SEAL team who went in and um, like stopped a underground um, weapons trading with for Russia and another country or Russia and some other uh, organized crime groups. And they were doing payback. And he's trying to figure out why are they targeting us? Why are we even there in the first place? Um, and who do I need to kill? So he's like on a mission because he has nothing to lose since his family is gone. And that's the story. Um, yeah. Let, let's pause before you move forward. Yeah. Um, he should probably get a refund on his noise canceling headphones <laughs> because he shouldn't have heard the shooting. He still heard the gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Really? I mean, yeah, re- really, if he would have stayed down there, they probably wouldn't have seen him. He was in the basement. That's true. <laughs> I mean, his family still would have been gone, but, you know, less right. bullets. Right. They was they were good and dead. Um, <laughs> but he less, did use them. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, pretty easily. And they didn't hear him. Right. Oh, well, I guess because his, his laptop died, which was very convenient. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. Okay, his yeah. laptop oh, yeah. died and his, the music stopped. Cause, but who's listening to music off their laptop? That's odd. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> you know, it was, that, it was that Dell XP laptop, so that battery didn't last without it being plugged in <laughs> for more than five <laughs> seconds. So <laughs> the whole computer died. And um, that's when he heard... <laughs> The gunshots from outside because his old laptop died. Um, and then, you know, he goes to plug it in, it doesn't come back on. Then he flicks the light and learns the power's off because they cut the power and um, gets real suspicious, grabs a gun, and that's when he has his fight with the the Russian ninjas in the house. Yeah. Um, and I guess after he recovers from all the gunshot wounds. He goes back to his house, even though it's like a crime scene, and, you know, gets his military gear. And they but, tear his house up. 
Like, I don't know if it was the police or the coroner's office or what, but there's holes in the wall. His entire bed is just gone. And I guess his 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 head frame headboard was screwed into the wall because it, they just yanked it out. Huge gap in the wall. No one swept. Windows are broken. There's still blood everywhere. Um, I don't know whose job it was to clean up after this mess, but they did a terrible job and left that yeah. man's house wide open. Um <laughs> active crime scene. If I was a neighbor, I would have been upset. Lowering the property value. Um, but that was pretty odd. HOA is not going to approve that. The HOA is not <laughs> that. But, I mean, it, the house looks worse than when it was ambushed. It did. Yeah. <laughs> so is that like, the, the? was it the CIA? Was it the Army, the Navy SEALs? Um Trying to erase everything. I they didn't explain that. Not really sure. Did she have a funeral? We never saw it. Um, well, she did get the the um, tombstone. Oh, she did get a tombstone. She does have a tombstone at the end. That's right. Um, but um, did did you feel his fury, like his pain, whenever he went back into the house and he screamed? Was that believable? I knew we were going to talk about this, and. <laughs> I don't know if I would have slammed the floor like he did. Um, not sure. What? Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. I mean, he's he's out here. He's winning, right? Getting these roles. He's doing great things. He's action. He he did Killmonger. All this stuff. It was good. But angry and sad Michael B. Jordan is eh. <laughs> not that impressive. Not well, I think he he did much better in Black Panther as Killmonger. If well, he would have, you know, did that, I think that would have been more believable. But it was kind of like letting out a scream, and then you know he was on to the next. He had those moments in this towards the end where he kind of wised up what was going on. He um. Had those kind of smart aleck, you know it all kinds of conversations, like he did when he was Killmonger, which he I think did better at than the emotion pieces, because um, yeah, it was, eh. You know, well, I, I like to refer to this movie again. Um, you got served. Um, <laughs> did you watch this recently? What is? No, I just watched it so many times as a child. <laughs> But <laughs> it might still be on Netflix. Um, check it out, anybody who's listening. But um, you know the little kid in the movie, um, what was his name? Little Saint. Mm -hmm. He was following. He was like one of the kind of like brothers of the dancers, right? And he ends up dying. Michael B. Jordan should have had that emotion, like when Little Saint died, and they were like. <laughs> <laughs> this is not supposed to be funny, but it, it still kind of was. Um, <laughs> he said, "Did they?" So what they say about Little Saint? It's like he was <laughs> he was riding in the car with Likey and Bug, and some dude spiked the car. But they ain't trying to give us no info. <laughs> and then the guy from the Parkers, you remember him? Um, the one. <laughs> <laughs> this show on UPN. 
but um, <laughs> I'm bringing it way back. Way but, back. Um, <laughs> uh, he broke the news to them, and so Little Saint didn't make it. And you know how he, you know, put a hole in the wall, crying and everything. That's what I needed from Michael B. Jordan, but that's not what we got. That's not what we got. No. He just let out a little Lion King roar and then, you know, on to the next. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he had the little Simba, like um, baby Simba roar. Yeah. It was a sad <laughs> moment. And that's how he portrays his anger and emotion. Um, he had lots of tears in this one. Um, really? He cried a couple times, I think. Um, like when he was in the hospital and those things. So there were some compelling parts. But yeah, that scream, I don't know. I felt like if I was the guy holding the sound mic or the the, the boom or behind the camera, I would have cringed a little bit. I know what you probably did cringe about. What? Your, one of your favorite actors from Queen and Slim. <laughs> but you know what? I actually enjoyed her in this. Really? I thought she did a pretty thought, good job. I thought she was worse. She <laughs> <laughs> The kind of character she was playing was very different and very serious. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was also nice to see her in that role specifically because you don't often have a woman um, woman of color in that role portrayed that way. But that was pretty interesting. And I thought it just felt like um, that part felt like a movie I haven't seen. I haven't seen someone play that role in that way. So I thought that was, it was different. I, and I appreciated that. I don't know if I'd say it was necessarily believable, um, but it was different. Well, she was basically somebody who got kicked out of Wakanda because she didn't make the dormilage. That's what she was. So she went to America. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, she has nothing on the Dora, Dora. So I mean, I can see it, but she was she was pretty she was pretty commanding. You know, she 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 held down the team as a leader. Yeah, I'm not saying that she wasn't a leader, but I mean, it it wasn't too believable. I mean, it was pretty stale. I mean, she's pretty monotone. What what, what personality does she really have in this film? Not a lot. That is true. Not a lot. <laughs> I mean, most of most of the people in this film are kind of one note. They don't really do that much. Yeah, not so much time spent on character development too much. Just um, action, fight scene, brink of death, um, holding water, holding your breath for underwater for far too long. Um, getting in a burning car and being fine. I mean, you're breathing fine. It's not too hot. You're able to carry on a perfectly fine conversation in a car that is on fire with gasoline. So hot, the windows are melting. You're fine. Get out of the car, gets away fine. 
Also, how did he get a tow truck? Never explained. Did he know a guy? Did he rent it? How did he get a tow truck? Uh, he's got connections. I would have loved to see that explained. Um, so they skipped over some stuff, and they there was some stuff that was just a little... This is definitely fiction, right? This is... No. Your plane doesn't well, crash, and you go swimming you know, hundreds of feet down. And do you survive on little air gulps for like two minutes? Well, I know we're kind of bouncing around, but what was the point of getting all those yellow things? Like he he went to collect a whole bunch of them. This is when the plane had already crashed. He only ended up having just one of them. (laughs) So he put some on the weapons. And then he used one for himself. I was I, w- I didn't go back I didn't go back and count how many he used and where they went, but that was the purpose. Um, I don't believe that that was that possible to do. I, the water isn't clear; it's night, so how are you seeing <laughs> anything? Oh yeah. And the plane, how does it still have the lights on underwater? Broken in three parts. Like the battery has to be off of this thing. I don't understand why it's still plugged in. Why it's working. Um, how he can see and how he can tell what's up and what's down while swimming down inside of a plane that is going down. All of it, impossible. <laughs> impossible. Uh, he's underwater for like 15 minutes. I mean, I was, I felt my chest getting heavy while watching this because I felt like I could not breathe because it was too deep. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. Yeah, the pressure at that depth should just kill him alone. I mean, just the pressure of the water in his lungs, just like lungs should just collapse. Right. I mean, is is he the only one with like gills in this movie? Because the guy that he kills at the end of the movie, he dies in like 10 seconds or less, really. It's probably less than 10 seconds. Right. And all he's right. sitting next to him goes unconscious, right? And then someone wakes him up to give him you know the, the oxygen tank. But how are you holding your breath while you were unconscious, huh? Are you not dead? I thought he was finally gonna die, but no his old commander comes up and saves him. I don't know if she or he contacted her before this, like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna drive off this bridge. <laughs> you can come and get me. <laughs> right. <sighs> like, or was she just watching from afar? I just know he's gonna do something crazy. Let me just be be on standby. Right. Let me have this um, parachute and uh, swimsuit right here, just in case they go in the air or they decide to go in the water and be prepared. <laughs> Oh man, uh, he does some crazy stuff in this movie, but it's like there's no way he should survive this. Um, but let's go back to the burning car. So the reason why he gets in a burning car is he finally gets a name to see who killed his or the, the name of the people who killed his family. And this guy, I I think he's Russian, but um, he gets a tow truck and crashes it into their car in front of the airport where everybody can see. I guess he really didn't care about that. 
but he starts putting gas all over their car while it's pinned up against like a wall with the truck <laughs> with the tow truck <laughs> or is all that gas on their car then lights it on fire then gets in the car to have a conversation like it's nothing <laughs> opens the door like it's not hot <laughs> I was like what is he doing is he trying to commit suicide because he does that a lot in this movie just stupid stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, I somehow it still worked in his favor, but he still ends up going to prison. I wasn't sure if they were going to skip over that, like give him a pardon. <laughs> you know, he just lost his family. You know, let's just let him get away with it. This is a Russian guy. We don't care. But no, they actually send him to prison. And this is a prison with a whole bunch of Russian people in it. Um I guess they might have been spies or something. That's why they were in prison. But um, the only fight that he has in prison is with the guards, not actual Russian people. But he still ends up getting out of that because somebody immediately comes at the right time to say, hey, uh, you can trust them. You know, just walk with this marshal. Now, he just beat up like 10 guards and he's just going to get away with that. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't just beat them up. This man set up a um, you got served style water ring um, <laughs> for them to fight it. He said, okay, he's going to come back with reinforcements. Let me clog this sink. I was like, what is he doing? Clogs his sink so it's spewing water on the floor. He splashes it out like he's about to tap dance. Um, and <laughs> he wants special effects. And then he takes it you know, a shirt and around his wrist to kind of, um, you know, help his knuckles when he starts punching. So they come in one by one and he whoops them like he is, I don't know, like Batman on steroids. Will Smith. Like, Will Smith and Suicide Squad. Like, like well, Will Smith and Suicide Squad. Like it's <laughs> nothing in full tactical gear. And this man's in just pants, not even a shirt. <laughs> And he's whooping, they have shields and batons, and he's whooping their butts. Um, and why couldn't the guard just say, you're going home, instead of get up and turn around? <laughs> because at the end of it, they bring in the marshal, and he's like, you get a phone call, and it's, it's his friend. She's like, we're getting you out of there. Just follow along. You know how mad I would have been if I was one of the security guards, and I go home that afternoon my wife says, what happened? Why are you so bruised up? Oh, one of the inmates beat me up. Why that happen? We didn't tell him he was going home. What? <laughs> I would you, I would not have gotten in line. I was like, why are we going to beat him? He's going home. Can't we just tell him that so he won't beat us up? <laughs> what are we doing? What was the point of that scene? <laughs> to look cool? Yes. The only thing he was missing was slow motion and strobe lights. Um, it felt out of place. I th it felt really forced for an action scene. <laughs> yeah, and um, he was threatening to choke a guy out or really just kill him <laughs> until you know that all the other guards were going to come. That's when he got the call. Hey, you're going home. I would have been so what? mad if I was that cop. <laughs> so mad. I almost died. He could have just told me he was going home. Playing games with his life. <laughs> you know this man got nothing to lose. <laughs> Terrible. But um, 
after that, it kind of gets back with the old team and um, they go to, oh, actually he meets with some of the, you know, political guys who pull out the strings and never set foot on any actual grounds. But um, he identifies the guy that he saw who left his house, the only one who was able to escape. And they go after him. They actually go to Russia. Um, that's when that whole plane crash thing happens. And, um, you know, the un unbelievable, you know, deep dive water, it, whatever you want to call it, he got all the supplies after the airplane crashed. Right. And then, and then they just zoom off like, eh, it's just a normal day. Right. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Wait, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure how those things work, though. Is it kind of just wrapped up into like a ball or something like the, the speedboat with a motor inside of it? You're saying like before it's blown up? Um, yeah, because he had to get that. Yeah, I think it's like rolled up. I think um, and there's like when you pull the release, it uh, inflates and just kind of unrolls. But the motor, I mean, I've never seen a, a life raft blown up that has a motor uh, in real life or really, in, I guess it's only in these movies you see one. So I'm not really sure. But I know that, I mean, they do have the inflatable ones that just kind of blow up. But the motor might have been just in that package of stuff next to it. I don't know. But they didn't connect anything. No, they just kind of went. They glossed over that. <laughs> well, I mean, this man just survived like 20 minutes underwater, so give him a break. <laughs> um, but they actually end up finding the guy. Um, he really could have taken the shot if um, he wanted to because he identifies him <clears throat> with a uh, sniper rifle. And he wants to take the, take the shot, but they're like, you know, you know just wait. You know, we want to actually talk to him, see who's actually behind all of this, and they end up getting close to him. And then that's when they find out that um, they're all pawns in some big game. I mean, he doesn't ex really explain that much, but he's like, um, Michael B. Jordan's character's name is John. He's like, John, you know, we're just pawns. I'm just like you. And he's strapped with a detonator. So he wants to blow himself up and everybody else around him. Um, and then that's where we have this like long, drawn-out fight scene with shooting. I mean, it was really long. It was. Um, I think they could have used a little more backstory to get to that point where the guy um, who they've been searching for, who they think caused the attacks... Um, you know, they said he was Russian, but he was actually a CIA agent. You know, he's telling them we're all the same. But uh, yeah, that scene, it went on for a while. The movie was longer than I thought it should have been. Um, and a lot of that was because of those random scenes that eh, could have been shorter or could have just not existed. Um, so I was actually surprised with the amount of like story there was, how long it was, because those action scenes are so long. Because there definitely wasn't that much dialogue or character development or anything. 
that would have needed it to be as long as it was. But even that one gun scene, yeah, it did take a while. Like it was real time, um, which was, yeah, it's like, let's move on. <laughs> it took forever for them to kill two snipers. Not saying that that's easy, but for a movie length, it's it took a long time. Right. For a movie where we know the main character is not going to die, they took a long time to linger on him possibly dying. <laughs> and um, they, I guess they kind of figure out, you know, this is all a game, you know, a, kind of like a back and forth. You know, we killed some Russians, I guess, in their area. Then they came over and killed some Americans in the U.S. Now we're going back in Russia. So... We can't be found dead here because it'll start a bigger war. So we need to get out of here. And he ends up being the one who stays and covers them while they escape. And this man just basically kills everybody. Um, A whole bunch of police, Russian police, and makes it through the night um, somehow. But uh, he gets back with the team. They get back home. And they kind of just figure out, hey, everything's done done with. Um, really, he's supposed to be dead now. He's thought of as dead, Michael B. Jordan's character, mm-hmm. but because uh, he has the um, what you call it, the uh, funeral. I might be skipping over some part because when, when does he meet that guy, the, the other one? Um, what's his name? Cam, that's the real actor's name. Gig. Are you, um, Keith Webb? Oh, which one is Webb? I don't know. A lot of these guys kind of look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot of this movie is forgettable. Um, this yeah, kind of comes so- in at the end. Yeah, so much of a generic action film that it's like I could tell you the plot of Taken 2 and it would have been very similar um, with a few details changed here and there. Um, Because, I mean, there was Ritter who was a compelling character until he wasn't. Um, He was the guy who led the mission that originally is causing all this. And you think that he's like a double agent, but he's not. And then he gets boring. He's way more interesting when I thought he was evil. He's also the liaison between him and this, the CIA. I'm thinking the Department of Defense because the, the head guy they're referring to is secretary, and I think he's secretary of defense. So that is really? who's who everyone is working under and dealing with. And then you have, of course, the big plot twist at the end when Michael E. Jordan's character finds out that it's him who's pulling all these strings to, and he asks him why, you know. Why do this mission? Why kill the Russians? What are we doing? And he said to start a war. We want to unite, give Americans one enemy again, and build the economy up by going into a wartime infrastructure, Um, which is, it makes sense. It's a very odd motivation for a villain um, because he just wants economic growth. But through war? Well, I mean, actually, 
it's not too much of a bad idea because if you look back at some of the world wars, that's how the economy was doing well when they had war. But yeah, um, true. I just thought it was a, a bad um, motive because in, from my perspective, it's like Americans have gotten complacent and we need everybody on the same page. So let me start this war with Russia so we can get the economy going and everybody be united. But I'm like, what? This is what that this is what all this is for. Right. There are several steps you could have taken before this. <laughs> like what is he thinking? You trying to cause a war? Just because you think Americans are getting complacent and division is 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 uh I guess rampant in America. And I mean it actually kind of is in real life. Right. But hopefully nobody's actually you know, trying to plan this out. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> like, what? It was just completely ridiculous. I mean, did you like his plan at all? I think it's, I think it was a dumb plan. I don't think it would have ever necessarily worked because there are so many steps before going to war is even an option for the country, <laughs> um, particularly with Russia. I mean, in in real life, right? Because they're a superpower and because they have nuclear weapons, you really don't want to pick a fight with two countries with nuclear weapons because then end of the world. How that's how it happens. So <laughs> I was like, this is yeah, this plot he, makes he sense, I guess. It but I don't think he thought it through. No. But um Michael B. Jordan has a saying in this movie of say my wife's name before I kill you. It was weird, which was very weird. Um, <laughs> my wife's name was Pam, and you're going to say it before you die. Only one person did. Um, and it was weird. <laughs> Pam. <laughs> Right, it's like a reverse Martha. I didn't like it. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> uh, he was still going to die anyway. Why say it? I mean, what is that really going to get you? Right. But, you know, Michael B. Jordan, he likes to live life on the edge. And after he finds out what the true motive is of the actual villain... He just decides to just drive off a bridge into water. And um, I guess he thought, you know, maybe this is the end. And, you know, I'm just going to sit here underwater. And, <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> he's just sitting there contemplating, you know, just looking around like, hmm, this is nice. <laughs> and while the other guy just dead, he just <laughs> he died in like five seconds. Oh man, it was just like, is this supposed to be like funny or am I supposed to feel bad? I don't know what's going on. Now he did have a couple of, you know, flashbacks or like he was seeing the light, like he was going to die. But, um, his friend, um, Jody Turner Smith, she shows up and saves him because she's like, I know this guy's going to do something stupid. Let me drag his behind out of this water. But, um, yeah, and uh, 
he gets, uh, I think, an honorable um, funeral. And then uh, he's basically a ghost from here on out. Um, he just shows up in people's cars and talks to CIA agents. And I think he now has a new identity, even though he has the same face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same face, but they give him a new new passport and ID card and everything like that, so he can go off and be a ghost. <laughs> um, and sometimes he wears glasses, you know? Give him a new look. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw, like, the after credits scene, did you? Oh, no, I didn't stick around for that. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, I just fast-forwarded just to check. But um, it was with uh, the guy that they thought was the villain, mm-hmm. um, the, the liaison guy. Um, he's like, you know, we can kind of just start working on some stuff to, I don't know, stop some stuff in the future or whatever, kind of team up. He's out. Like Michael B. Jordan, he was saying, I'm going to be leading this part of the unit or whatever. I mean, just some nonsensical stuff that nobody really cares about. I'm pretty sure nobody wants a sequel to this, but um, that's how no. they end it. Yeah, I could do without a sequel. Um, it feels so generic. It's like, why make another one of these? <laughs> Not another average movie. No. Not another one. <laughs> but, um, I I was entertained. Um, at the least by him just jumping into dangerous situations. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was some compelling stuff. The first couple of times he brushed with death, I was like, what is happening? Is he going to make it? Is this all a dream? Did this actually happen? I don't know. Um, a few of those thoughts, not many, but yeah, it was, it was solid for what it was. Definitely don't know what a sequel could be taping this to make make it be great. Well, I don't think a sequel is necessary. Um, I think they should just end this right here. And uh, let's move on to the next project. Um, same thing with Michael B. Jordan. I'm not sure what else he has in the works, but um, he's definitely done better. Definitely. Is he working on a Creed 3? Oh, is he? I don't know if I saw the second one. Oh, you didn't see the second one? I don't think I did. I don't know if this is a mistake, but um, he's he could be on the cast list for the second Black Panther. So, I was looking at something else, and they had referenced this, and they think that some people... Um, seeing that Michael B. Jordan is on some kind of payroll with Disney and Marvel right now, it's actually his work with the What If series um, because it looks like Killmonger could be a featured character in the What If Marvel um, Disney Plus series. So the new work he's doing might not be with the movie. I gotcha. Um, He is going to be in Space Jam, A New Legacy. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. See what LeBron has. Same. But um, yeah, just a painfully average movie. Um, but do you have any other thoughts before we give it a rating? Uh, I don't 
think so. Um, I'm glad to see Michael B. Jordan's doing more, um, getting more roles, more TV spots. Um, this was, yeah, mediocre film. Uh, nothing too crazy. Watch it if you have time. If you already have Prime, like a lot of people do, why not watch it? It's not on anything else. It's pretty exclusive. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's probably better things that you can do with your time. So I'll just say skip it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Michael B. Jordan, he's doing well. I think he's an A-list actor at this point. Um, seems like all the women love him, so he's <laughs> he's definitely raking in all the money. But um, let's go ahead and give it a rating. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the Amazon Prime film without remorse? Uh, I would say without remorse, I would give this a solid low-level background noise. Because that's what it literally is. Um, <laughs> nothing special is happening. The story plot it really is not necessary to get into this film at all. It adds a little bit, but not a whole lot. Um yeah, and it was, it just felt like something that was on TNT or one of those old channels that's been on TV forever. Nothing really new or innovative here. No, not at all. Um, but I'm just going to go a tick higher. I'm going to give it a mid-level background noise because I did enjoy some of the action scenes, even though some of them were, you know, it, it they were unnecessary, but I enjoyed them just because they happened. Um like him getting in a car that was on fire, um, driving over the ledge into the water, um, just just to see if he was going to make it out. That was kind of fun. But everything else was kind of plain and dull. Not much character development throughout the movie. I mean, I guess just with him a little bit, but maybe not really. I mean, he's kind of the same throughout the whole movie. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's a really average movie. Nothing special here. Nothing new. Go ahead and skip it. I would agree. I would agree. Don't waste your time. Um, <laughs> like, if you have Prime and you need some background noise, you need something that... Sure, go ahead. Like Michael B. Jordan, knock yourself out. Uh, but other than that, not not really worth going out of your way to see. No, not at all. I mean, I think he he probably has some better projects coming up. Like, um, I think Creed 3 is actually in the works. So um, I'll be looking forward to that. And uh, I guess Space Jam New Legacy. I didn't see him in the trailer, I don't think. But um, I'm pretty sure he'll have plenty of movies coming out. Oh, yes. And I'm Excited to see what happens next. But this was just a stop along the way. Nothing exciting here. This might have been one of those paycheck movies, you know. Where you oh, just definitely. Take a check. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one actually probably belongs on Netflix because they make these kind of movies. But um, any other thoughts? Uh, no. It's... Uh... Yeah, without remorse. I think it's like mediocre reviews all around. Um, not too many people are super impressed with it. 
They didn't hate it, but just not impressed. No, not impressed at all. But that does it for us at Ain and Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And you can click on the message link to send us a message and get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.